My name is Eric Azana. For the past five years, I've been forced to survive on a hellish island, and I have come back home as someone else. Something else. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Emerald Archers, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Green Arrow Rebirth. This is our mid-season premiere. This is 4B, I think, 4, 4, 4 part 2, 4.2, 4.5. Uh, this is kicking off the second half of our fourth season of the book club entitled The Brave and the Bold. Uh, we just wrapped up our coverage of the Flash Rebirth and we are hopping over from Central City to Star City or Starling City, if you're nasty. And we are going to be covering... <laughs> Malcolm's shaking his head. Uh, Why would you say that? We're going to be covering <laughs> Green Arrow Rebirth, going through that entire series. But before we dig into that series proper, we are going to be covering the genesis, the beginning of the start of the beginning of the era of Oliver Queen in which we will be covering this week a little bit of a prologue, a bit of a preamble. We're covering the six-issue miniseries Green Arrow Year One, written by Andy Diggle, art by Jock, uh, David Barron on colors, and Jared K. Fletcher as the letterer. And I'm joined, of course, by the only man who I would trust to take all of my money, though just enough that I wouldn't notice until I figure it out by accident on a yacht and then he strands me on a deserted island. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I mean, that guy has big, like, you know, in Die Hard, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, <laughs> but he's the coke He's the coke dude in the office who's like, Hans, Bubby, like, I'm your guy. Yeah. He has that energy so Absolutely down. Absolutely, he does. Like, <laughs> and it's funny, like, it's I... Holly, Bubby. <laughs> I didn't, like... I don't think you realize until, like, halfway through the book that... Halfway through the book that he's supposed to be British. Uh, there's, like, a soft mention in the first, like, volume. Is about there? Him being, yeah, I, in the first issue. I don't remember where it is, but there's somewhere... That they I mentioned that Hackett is supposed that. to be like British. And that so he was like, like SAS or something like that. It's like issue three where he just some calls someone mate and all of a sudden like the universe unlocked for me. And I'm like, oh my God. And all, all I could hear was Sean Pertwee. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I fucked That's with funny. That a lot. I, I, I just read him as Jason Statham. <laughs> okay, but Jason Statham he kinda can't, looks be, like can't Statham. be him and Brit. You have to pick one. That's not true. Jason Statham could be everybody. If he's proven <laughs> that true. over the he last He could be the Transformer years. and the guy from Meg. Yeah, he could be everything. He is every woman. And <laughs> I... <laughs> yep. And I support yep. him. That's where this um, is going. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm everyone. everyone. Um, Jacob is unfortunately currently stranded on a deserted island, and we're going to see if he makes it back uh, by yeah. the time this episode ends. But but we don't know that he's stranded on the island. It's true. Let's go ahead and throw that out there. We let's, we don't know. He he could be dead. He could be uh he could be palling around in in China. He could be in Hong it's true. Kong. It's true. Um, the last we heard, be... he was on his. 
Uh, on his yacht. Jacob's uh, Gambit. Maybe with the sister of the person he was supposed to be dating. Maybe That's not. That's true. That's true. Depending on the season. And randomly. The randomly. 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 It's weird that they're both on the boat. It's strange, I think. It's a little weird that they're both on the boat. It's a little weird. I wonder if something's going on there. It is. Uh, it is odd. Uh, you know what else is odd? It was like, I think literally last week, or maybe it was the week before, on Twitter, I saw 12 years ago today, uh-huh. Arrow premiered on the CW. And I was like, uh-huh. well, isn't that fun? Oh, trust me. This week has really been messing me up that 22 years ago this week, Smallville premiered. <laughs> That's really been messing me up. Yeah, that was... Um... Boy, do I distinctly remember watching that pilot. <laughs> Very <laughs> distinctly. I was like, that was 22 years ago? Yeah, it was yeah. 22 years ago that the world was introduced to Remy Zero? That's yeah, crazy. Man. And the Remy world has never changed. The, the world was the world never the never same. Changed. The world no, has never right. changed since. <laughs> That is the most culturally significant thing that's ever happened. Is the world right. being introduced to Remy Zero? <laughs> it's the only important world event in the early two thousands. Really. Exactly. The it's only the important only big thing that happened in two thousand one, right? It's the only culturally important thing that happened twenty two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> nothing um, else. Nothing else. Nothing else. Oh, uh, yeah, this is this is kind of off the rails already, but. That is that is what you pay for, which you don't pay for. This is free. But that's true. I, that's what you expect. I really, speaking of Arrow, you know, the whole idea behind this was kind of like, hey, flat. This whole season was like, hey, Flash is ending this year. Like Flash and Arrow were kind of the flagships. It'd be cool to kind of like send them off. Yeah, and we did that with the Flash to uh-huh. varying degrees of success. Um, well, towards the end, a great send off there. Great send off. <laughs> Left a great, great taste in the mouth. <laughs> and now we're going to see if Green Arrow can stick the landing as well. But with us like paying homage to Arrow and to people who may or may not support the strike, depending on the week, uh, mm. we mm. are yeah, part time scabs. Part time scabs. Uh, we see. <laughs> he, he he seemed really nice when I met him. Uh, yeah. We see. We're gonna pay homage to that series as we go and i think no book pays homage to that or rather no book inspired that show as much as green arrow year one absolutely i mean it's fascinating reading this it is very interesting how the two things that (laughs) inspire that show (laughs) are like mike grill's longbow hunters run and then this (laughs) and then also batman and also, and also Batman a little bit. I don't know if you've heard of like, the Batman. Like specifically <laughs> Batman Begins. Yeah. That, uh, that little known movie that never went anywhere. The best Batman movie. The best Batman movie of the first 20, first 20 years of this millennium. Yes. What? Are you going to sit here and tell me that the Batman is better than Batman Begins? I think it is. I Can I tell you is. exactly why it's not? I know because that you it's hate it. Like I know an that hour you shorter. hate that movie. I know that <laughs> I don't, you hate I that I just movie. recently revisited it, and I don't hate it. I just have a lot of frustrations with it. Which is fair. <laughs> Which is absolutely fair. It plays um, out like a three-part maxi series, and it doesn't play out like a movie. <laughs> and it clearly should have just been a three-part Malcolm, maxi series. Malcolm. Malcolm. 
can I tell you? Maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're twisted. <laughs> I, You're very I, I did, Joker twisted. <laughs> I did spend entirely too much time flipping through the Parker collection at my local comic book shop oh, this week. And there's I'm like, never too much time to flip through that. And I'm like, huh. Huh. This is kind of like if you put the Batman into a graphic novel with how fucking thick boy this is. Yeah. Huh. Maybe yeah. that is why I like that. Yeah, maybe that's why you like it. Maybe that's why I like it. I am annoys me. <laughs> it, and and that's totally okay. It's you know, depending on the day, it can change up between this and between that and Batman Begins is the best live action Batman. Um that's, because, thank you. Because Batman Begins yeah. had that title for yeah. a decade and a half, for me yeah. at least. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this uh, that Arrow show is basically like, okay, look, guys, we don't have the rights to Batman. <laughs> but what if? But my <laughs> my brother's small child has been doing a lot of Wikipedia reading recently. <laughs> and said that DC Comics once had a character. I don't know if he's still around. That was basically a carbon copy of Batman. Like they this guy. Him, he had a cave. He, he had, had a cave. Car, he had a car. He had a sidekick. <laughs> he was a rich. He was this rich. Is all had the no thing. powers. This is, this is the use gadgets. No powers. Use gadgets. Those are the only five things that we need to make a Batman show. Can I tell you the thing that makes it even better? He uses arrows. He shoots people. Batman would never shoot somebody. He would never shoot somebody, but this guy would. This guy does. And there's a period of time where he killed people. So what Batman say would never do that. We make the green arrow. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. No. How about just drop the drop the green. It's cleaner. <laughs> and scene. And that was our recreation of the CW offices pitching arrow. <laughs> <laughs> My name uh, is Mark Guggenheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because like that show really did change the landscape for superhero television and it we, changed everything. Yeah. All of the shit that we give it and we will continue to do so over the course of the, the rest of the Oh, season. for sure, for sure. I um, mean, it is iconic for a reason. Yeah, I love that show. I, I genuinely have show. a lot of love in my heart for that show. I, I still, think it's absolutely bananas sometimes i mean the the first two seasons are probably the strongest though i will give major props to the prometheus season which i i I was gonna say season five is the best season because it should have been the ending because they they wrap everything they blow everybody spoilers they just i mean they they kill everybody at the end of the 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 show yeah it should have been the end of the show uh but and then the show goes on for like another couple of seasons with some fun stuff, and it does have some fun stuff. It does, you know, really good villain shit in the next two seasons. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, bringing in Richard Dragon of all characters. I mean, whew, that was interesting, hell yeah. wasn't it? Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. So this this book. Green Arrow Year One largely inspired a lot of the flashback sequences of that mm-hmm. book. Um, so yeah. this is going to be all origin story. And the reason that I wanted to include this, not just because 
Um, it inspired the show. It's a good like reset point. It gives you all the basic building blocks you need for that character before yeah. we dive into all of the really interesting things they do with him in Rebirth. Yeah, all the revamping and resetting that they have to do because of <laughs> the new Ugh, 52. The new 52. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll talk about that next week when we start we'll talk about that next proper. Week. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is... Yeah, it, it gives a good baseline for this. So let's dig yeah. into this. Uh, chapter one. First off, there is something really sad that I need to address here. Um, the dedication page that's included with this is heartbreaking. Because Andy Diggle says for Jake Oliver Diggle, Jock. Jocks reads, dedicated to my mom, Elizabeth Simpson, who passed away unexpectedly while I was drawing this. Oh, wow. Heartbreaking. Wow. Absolutely heartbreaking. Um, It is, Jock is one of those creators that, his style is iconic, mm-hmm. and he is instantly recognizable. I yeah. mean, he, he was the artist on my favorite Batman story. And yeah. a lot you of smell that jock is, from a mile away. Absolutely. And I have only glimpsed him at cons, but he seems like the nicest dude. Yeah. He seems really cool. So chapter one. First off, speaking of jock, these covers are tremendous. Holy shit. Yeah. The first yeah. cover being fucking Ollie standing in the water and the one coming through the water. Yeah. Holy shit. Pretty sick. Incredible. Pretty sick. And so we see the start of this start with thematically a green arrow. What? Which I think is comic book shit at its most fun. Classic comic booking. I mean, Andy Diggle is one of those kind of guys. You know, he's, yeah. he's a classic comic book guy. Have you read The Losers? God, not in. I, I think I got halfway through it and I kind of just okay. dropped like a okay. long, long, long time ago. It's a great re- It's the two of them. Listeners, if you if you ever have a chance, uh, the losers is both Andy Diggle and Jock on this awesome epic like sci. Uh, I was going to say sci-fi, but it's not really sci-fi. It's spy-fi, uh, you know, adventure. Uh, also, the there was a great was movie. Yeah. Yeah, there was a great movie that came out based around that book. Uh, Which has Chris Evans' buried. best comic book performance. Uh, th- yeah. Other than, other than Lucas Lee. Uh, it has uh, Idris Elba's best comic book performance. That is, I forgot he was in that movie. And it might have Jeffrey Dean Morgan's best comic book performance. I mean, that is he's true. pretty fucking bang on as a comedian, but... Like, and also Negan. I know he gets a bad rap, but I love his Negan. I he, like it a lot. He is good for that disgusting-ass role, yeah. Um, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, but we see that uh, Oliver is doing rich boy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's a thrill-seeker. And him and his buddy are trying to survive. Oh, yeah, I see it now. There his, it is. His, there it is. It's, it's the, yeah, it's on his it's jacket. Jack yeah, it's on a little his... Union Jack. So yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I just glossed over that. That's so That's weird. so funny. Yeah. Does it right up front. 
Um, so his name is what? Jack Hackett? Hackett. Hackett. Uh, Hackett. His name is Hackett. And Hackett. him and Ollie are doing this, like, hike expedition through the Arctic. Rich billionaire shit. Rich billionaire know? shit. Yeah. They and, afford to go for thrills, you know, yeah. in safe locations. And so we cut to three days later at a charity fundraiser at the Starling City Drug Rehab Center. Stop. It's Star and, City. Stop it. Stop it. And what I love about this story is the choice to give Ollie that specific haircut. Oh, boy. I mean, listen, it's an origin story. Uh, it comes. This book comes out in two thousand seven. He has two thousand seven hair. He's got. He's got the Meg <laughs> Ryan cut with the <laughs> little, uh, little just, just the hair on the chin. It is Meg Ryan in the women. You're right. It is <laughs> so fucked it is. up. That's what I see anytime someone has that haircut. Oh my god! It's the Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a little shorter than the Rachel. The Rachel Stop. had a little bit more volume and reached past the. Stop. You're right. I was a '90s kid. You're right. I think I uh, uh, my mom had the Rachel. Everybody's uh, mom had the Rachel. My mom didn't have the Rachel. Well, <laughs> there's reasons. <laughs> God damn it! You fucking put me on the spot, asshole. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's a lot of black moms out there that did have the Rachel. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not impossible. I'm not going to lie to you. There was a lot of them that did. I saw it. I just didn't endorse it. Fair enough. Um, but we see that Ollie wants to bid on this old school bow. Hell yeah. Howard Hill. Howard Hill, baby person who did all the trick shots for errol flynn and i love this shit i really really do yeah um ollie because this sets up for a great reveal later but oliver is like i mean he's doing his rich boy shit and i'm kind of sad that we don't get a glimpse of bruce wayne being like the fuck is this guy but like, jesus that guy's loaded <laughs> but they're like yeah right is he richer than bruce wayne no, I just meant like drunk that? loaded. <laughs> I, oh, I don't yeah, think drunk he is. loaded. You're right. I don't think he is. I think he's specifically not. Because like the only way that he's ever like not had money is when people steal it from him, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, in continuity right now, he definitely in continuity is. right now. You're right. Um, but I love that they're like, all right, this is the bow. Uh, we're gonna open the bidding at a at a thousand dollars, and Ollie, Oliver just goes one hundred thousand dollars. I gotta have it. <laughs> and the the uh, the auctioneer is just like, oh, good gracious! <laughs> <laughs> just just incredible, incredible comic booking. So silly. I love it. So he he is a mess. He is drunk. He stumbles over himself and trips off the stage. Uh, so he is being taken home by by his buddy. And Hackett's like, hey, like I'm going on this trip to Fiji to like work on like business stuff. And I'm taking the yacht. And he's like, I'm going to go with you on the yacht. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's a nah, man. 
It's not it, that kind it, of a thing. It's not really your scene, you know. It's just, uh, I don't want to, you know, let's just not do that. Let's just not do that. And Oliver's like, I write the fucking checks, buddy boy. So you are going to take me on my yacht. Crazy. Yeah, just, I mean, again, I love setting him up as a weird, privileged, rich Dick. boy. Yeah. Dick that also has some weird obsessions, like with archery. I mean, that's how those weird, weird, weird rich people are. They have the weirdest things that they, they have the weirdest obsessions. You know. Uh, um, space usually seems to be the obsession. Now, but... <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> I miss billionaires that just spent their money on yachts. Me too. Way back Me in the too. day. As well as the conquering space. The, the very easily conquerable space. Yeah. <laughs> Why has nobody done this yet? Oh my god. We have real life Lex Luthers out there who are just like, they you know, there's never going to be more wish. land. Like, <laughs> fucking wish they no, couldn't like movie tie Lex the shoe. They couldn't tie the laces on Lex's shoes. You're right. You're right. On their best day. You're right. No, you're right. Also, as a quick aside to the Meg Ryan hair, they did give Stephen Amell this in the initial flashbacks, and it they always did. looks hilarious. And it was really bad. He had that wig for like two years. For two, the years. first two seasons of flashbacks, he had that wig, and then Incredible. once he had season three, they let him cut it <laughs> yeah. incredible it was real bad <laughs> and so ollie finds out that hackett was actually stealing 14 million dollars where he's just like you wouldn't fucking miss this like this is a drop like you wouldn't in the even know you literally would not know but you had to invite yourself on this trip <laughs> and oliver's just like don't fuck it don't do this and he gives a real satisfying whack to Hackett. Yeah. And then Hackett kicks him so hard, we get to see his cargo shorts. Yeah. Or his cargo jorts, I guess, since they're below. Yeah, the they are cargo jorts. His his chancla flies off his foot. Yep. His <laughs> he loses both of his chanclas, I think. He loses both the chanclas at a point. But that and, first one goes flying after that kick. And Hackett becomes fucking Batrock the Leaper. <laughs> it's that's it's really he is. funny. He's GSP. He's GSP. There you go. Okay, that's I mean, GSP it. GSP is a British, but like that still works. But yeah, yeah, Algiers is close enough, right? But you got this <laughs> fucking leap. I'm just like, holy shit. I love it because I always, whenever I think of the first episode of Arrow, I think of the bunny hop because he does that sick bunny hop and that, that was That's all right. i could think of with this too it's like oh my god did they take even that from this like, <laughs> like jesus you're so like, right oh my god because it's been years even... since i read this and i was like oh my god i can't believe all the things they took from this book it's kind of crazy <laughs> incredible so the two of them scuffle uh hackett is able to uh knock out Ollie with a swift headbutt. Yeah. Really really takes that uh See? that British brawler. That's Statham. You know? <laughs> it is Statham. You're right. That's a real Statham move. I would never want to take a headbutt from Statham because he's got like a six head and like you just feel like it would be like headbutting concrete. Yeah, that's that's headbutting a lot of mass. I don't want to yeah. do that. It's like it's a it's like trying to headbutt hammerhead. Yeah. <laughs> 
Statham as Hammerhead. Statham as Hammerhead would be sick. Just to see him, just to see him try the the (laughs) the mobster Brooklyn accent. No, like he he just wouldn't do it. (laughs) That's the thing. It would just be he's British. And that's kind of funny. And they'd they'd be like, where are you from? He'd be like, the Bronx. (laughs) Exactly. Where do you think I'm from? (laughs) (laughs) It'd be so funny. That'd be awesome. And Guy Ritchie's Spider-Man. Guy Ritchie's (laughs) Spider-Man. No, Guy Guy Ritchie's Enforcers. Because remember, uh, he's one of our main antagonists. We decided this. and he would be perfect for an enforcer story. He would be it per we've talked about this. He's like the main like other antagonist of like we're just trying to like do our job and he's like, nah, yeah. you, you understand. This is my this is this is my turf, this is my territory. You understand. It <laughs> yeah. You, no. you think you could come in here and just <laughs> take my <laughs> I want you to know. I have been trying to work on the Statham impression since I got called out for it during Invincible. Back it's in season one. It's, it's an impossible accent. It's impossible. Because he I'm, changes it like every time every he's in movie, something. It's different. There's something slightly different about it. I don't know why. Oh, God. And so uh, we find out that Hackett has some kind of employer who tells him to kill Oliver. He just tosses Oliver overboard, and we start mm-hmm. chapter two with him just washing up on shore. I think the best cover is chapter two's cover of him sitting in the tree. It is dope as fuck. That is because it's very rare that you get like mostly like just background space on a cover. Yeah, that's you know, true. And this is that's mostly background space. He's like right next to the logo. Yeah, Josh's use of like, backgrounds is immaculate. It's incredible. Like that cover goes so hard. It is dope as hell. Um, also, this was kind of looking at that cover and then reading through this. I'm like, yeah, if I do a Green Arrow, or if they, if they if I do it, if they do a Green Arrow game, like I just want this to be the first half of it. Is him just trying to survive on the island? <laughs> I, the whole time like, I was reading this book, I was like, I just wish that they had put out a Green Arrow game. Just like I would have rather a Green Arrow. You game. go, you go Horizon with it. Yeah. Like he has to scrounge for food and materials and arrow equipment, and like he has to make yeah. his own bow and do upgrades to it. Like, yeah, it's survival for the first half, and then you drop in a in a fucking city. Yeah. So much you can do with that. So Oliver wakes so up much. and he is like, oh, fuck, this sucks. And so the entire second uh, second chapter is him trying to survive. Just living. Uh, he finds remnants of a civilization, like a little village. He goes down in, into the well and finds bodies. And he's like, okay, these bodies didn't drown here. There are bullet holes in these skulls. So something it's, it's, happened here. It's the hatch from the island. Oh, lost he this goes is... into the hatch and finds desmond <laughs> desmond is pushing this button that he has to push every hundred and three minutes <laughs> and you're saying i'm a menace you're saying i'm a menace for calling the city what it's named <laughs> i just think it's very specific that this book comes out in 2007 and there is a scene in the second issue where he goes down into a hatch 
much. <laughs> he does look suspiciously specific. like um, what's his name? Something Sawyer. <laughs> like Josh Holloway. Josh Holloway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does look very Josh Holloway here. <laughs> and so we see. I love this next page specifically because it's him trying to survive. He's like, "All right, yeah. I'm catching fish. I eat the fish. I throw up the fish. I throw up the fish immediately. I don't know <laughs> that how was to fucking bad. Do this. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I just ate raw fish. That was a bad choice. This is a bad choice, <laughs> and I'm regretting it. Um, so he finds, and I love this shit. I'm, and this is what, uh, again, one of those things where it, like, spawned that idea of, like, dude, finding parts to build your bow. That's like, sick. Yeah. It's sick as fuck. It's so sick cool. as fuck. And that next page turn of him with his green hood. Yeah. That he took from the uh, the mold-encrusted sail canvas, which is what turned it mm -hmm. green. Probably not good for you health wise, but a dope as fuck comic book way to give him the green hood. Yeah, it goes really hard. And, and really, the really caption box is like the just to keep the sun off, you understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wink and the nod from Andy Diggle. It's just like wonderful. It, it's like he's specifically talking to you. Yeah. In moments yeah. like this, and I love it. And so immediately we see that once he has his bow constructed, he has unlocked the secrets of the island. He is now able to do this. Um, and so he gets food. He builds a makeshift shelter. He makes a fire. He's got water. And This he... is my favorite part of the entire book <laughs> is him, like, figuring out, like, okay, how to make fire. And he's like, oh... They call this the bow drill method, you know? He's like, God bless the Boy Scouts. And then he's drinking Scouts. water from this, like, oil jug. He's like, the water is still hot, oily, tinged with rust and mud and things I don't even want to imagine. It's the best drink I've ever had. <laughs> that is, Ugh. that goes so fucking hard. <laughs> it, it's, it's just, it's asking him, like, hey, how's that water? So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. no that was last season that was last season um, but yeah we see him getting more efficient with it he's taking out these poor parrots using their feathers for his uh his arrows his eggs for sustenance yeah. and then he sees a plane and we all of a sudden think Oh, is this the end of the flashback? AKA the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's of... kind of crazy. It's like, all right, we're just ending this immediately. Here we go. He does the little burning arrow to get the plane's attention. Uh, but the plane is like, okay, sweet. And they start opening fire on him. Yeah. And I just like hilarious. I love the menace of this plane too, with like this shark yeah. you're on, on the front of it. <laughs> And that's when you're like, oh, wait a second, that plane's bad news. Yeah. It's <laughs> that like the universal sign of like, oh, it doesn't like me. It's an oh, angry it, plane. It's an angry plane. It hates me. <laughs> <laughs> He's so... just running around the island doing like the Steve Martin and the jerk thing. He's like, he hates these cans. He hates these cans. <laughs> He hates these cans too. <laughs> <laughs> and so Oliver decides I'm gonna fucking fight this plane. So sick. The just the 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 uh, caption boxes of 
coming around for another pass. I should run, hide. But that was the old Oliver Queen. That's not who I am anymore. I'm a hunter. And now I'm pissed. That page goes so hard. Sick, dude. That's the thing. This book has so many badass moments like that. It's just like, oh, this guy fucking rips. Like, he became awesome on that island. (laughs) Chapter three, again, sick fucking cover. And I also... Yep. I also morbidly like to think like, oh, this is what happened exactly after he's like, I'm pissed. And then he just gets blown away immediately. Ah! He just gets his shit rocked. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's him versus the plane. He's able to get a sick fucking shot into the gunman's arm, which forces him to shoot up the controls of the plane. And he fucking wins against the plane. The beauty of that page, like the first page of the gunman shooting a lot, and you're getting the sound effect, and then Ollie just takes one shot. Thwack. Is really, again, good comic booking. Yeah, like, great that's fucking comic so book. good. And I love their, like, the, the pilot's like, the controls, drop the gun, you idiot. And the gunman just goes, <laughs> I can't. He's just crying, like, I can't. <laughs> And so the plane goes and crashes over the ridge and Oliver goes on the hunt. He's like, I'm going to fucking get these guys. I just hear like the, uh, the crunk, like, (laughs) he climbs up, he finds where the plane crashed. It's inside of this ridge, but it's weird because this ridge isn't normal vegetation. This is a fucking field of opium poppies. Yeah. Yeah. He realizes that, like, it went down in this place of, like, oh, he's now realizing the island is, like, a dormant volcano. Yeah. And this is right in the maw of that volcano. And, yeah, it's just it's just opium poppies. That's and, crazy. And the moment where he immediately is just, like, oh, these are poppies. It's, like, yeah, you know that immediately just by looking at him, Molly? Uh, of course That's he interesting. is. He's a rich billionaire. Huh. <laughs> Of course but, he does. And again, very video gamey. He goes and he picks the loot off the guys and he gains new equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Namely yeah. boots. And I just, yeah, I just, again, this is the perfect basis for a Green Arrow video game. It's a perfect game. Yeah. Like, I don't, so good. I don't know why the blueprint has been here since the mid 2000s. For years. What are we doing? I mean, it's. It's the, you know, Laura Croft game that I always want. <laughs> like, especially playing those playing those more recent Tomb Raider games like I did Dude, in the last, like, year. Like, they have the mechanics perfect game. for a Green Arrow game. Yeah, that's so true. Like, they have the mechanics perfectly there. They should have just made an Arrow video game. They like, a game have. based off the show. And have Stephen Amell do the voice and shit. Like, that would have been awesome. It would have been incredible. And now they have the opportunity to give that to a deserving voice actor. You know, someone who deserves it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get everybody else. Everybody else is fine. Everybody else is fine. You know what? Do the big brain thing and bring back the actor from JLU. The perfect Green Arrow voice actor. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I thought you were going to say Justin Hartley. I was going to be all for that. Justin Hartley wouldn't be bad at all. 
especially Justin Hartley having aged up, like he's perfect for it. I forgot that they put him in the classic Green Arrow costume in that Halloween episode. Yeah, they did, baby. And he looks so good. It's so (laughs) funny because he does not look out of place with like the modern landscape of superhero costumes. No, like that shit looks nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could drop that into a movie right now and be like, this is superhero like film quality costuming. This yeah. is great. Yeah. God, Smallville, what a show. Smallville, it's a great show. What a show. I wish I had the time to go back and rewatch all of it. Yeah. What a <laughs> show that for a long problem. time felt like it hated Superman. Uh but like lovingly hated Superman. Lovingly you know hated I mean? Superman. Like, it's like weirdly. It's like we hate it. But for all the reasons that we love it, we love yeah, it, we but love we don't like it. Like, we, <laughs> we love it, but we don't like it. And so we're going to make a show exactly. based I on just that. don't like it right now. <laughs> and so Oliver meets this woman, this pregnant woman who has been working as a basically as a slave for these drug dealers. And. Again, we see uh, we see Oliver getting his loot from the uh, from the enemies that he's slain, yep. and <laughs> tell me there is a white protagonist dealing with Asian characters without telling me that this is a, a white protagonist dealing with Asian characters. Uh-huh. Um, the woman says, uh-huh. "Oh no, it's her. It's Chaina Wei," and he goes, "You just say China white," and I'm like, yeah. "Okay, look, yeah." Again, I understand the winking of the comic. Like, obviously, China White is a character that we are all familiar with. But that is literally the thinnest. The thinnest, yeah. The thinnest way that you could say this happened. Yeah. And the biggest, like... You have to be Kamala Khan to make a reach like that. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing thing in season one of Arrow 2 was that they kept pulling that exact they thing. Kept doing I was like, exactly why do you that. keep doing that? Like, why, are you, why are you really fighting for that reference? That's and not why, good. And why does that bleed into you making the triad the main antagonist for this part? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thanks kill you. I mean, was was uh, the same guy running Marvel Television, running DC Television at that time? <laughs> that's the, that's the no, there was uh, there was definitely more Asian representation on the DC shows. Actually, so no. Yeah, you're right. Actors actually got time in those shows. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. No. It was people not ask guy. me sometimes people ask me like on twitter and through like emails and stuff it's like why like why don't you ever talk about like those like those books specifically because we know that you mm. love those books and i'm like because he's such a piece of shit because he's such like, a piece of shit and i have never had a betrayal like that of loving yeah. the work of someone who fundamentally doesn't believe that people like me should be in positions to be shown yeah kind of fucking crazy that maybe i mean for me the biggest anime betrayal of all time like it was fucking heartbreaking so if you've ever wondered listener why i don't talk about books like the long halloween 
or Dark Victory, books that I love yeah. that are very yeah. well crafted by Tim Superman Sale. Superman for all seasons. Superman, Superman all Batman. Seasons. Uh... Great, great pick. Uh, Hush. Just... Uh, <laughs> I can keep going. Ultimates three. Wait. Yeah, wait a second. Wait a wait. second. Ultimatum. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. But uh but yeah, so we see we are introduced to the uh Whew, is it hot in here? Fuck. Um Yeah. We're introduced to to China White. Oh boy. This is um, this has been a specific month for me where I've realized that I I have a very <laughs> specific thing uh for <laughs> women in white costumes you're not wrong um, um i literally double dipped on the cover of gods just because I what's knew you was on the cover. as soon as i saw her i was like this is malcolm's cover malcolm's buying this cover. i literally like i bought the main book read the book as soon as i was done i was like shit i gotta get that cover yeah i <laughs> god damn it. it i fucking knew it it's literally coming for me today like yes. i was like god damn it i gotta get that cover but yeah uh, um i know why it's a fucking problem she is a problem <laughs> specifically how jock draws her in this intro scene that yeah it's the hand Holy on the like hand hip. on the hip like <laughs> Curves yeah. in all the right places. My yeah, she's God, crazy bad. <laughs> she is a baddie in yeah. several different ways. Yeah, that white lipstick is working. Like, holy fuck. Yeah, isn't it just? She's um, crazy bad. Though. So we find out that Hackett's boss was China White, and that they are in league together in this um, opium development. Uh, we find two the two guards that initially like rock up on uh on this woman who i don't believe has a name yet uh are like no. oh well fuck the guys who are who piloted this she's like i'm pretty sure they're still alive they're like no they're not and they just gun them down and i'm like okay so yep. these are bad people God, they're bad guys they're bad guys and so we see Hackett go off into the into the jungle to try and find whoever did this, and Oliver's got the drop on him. Yeah, like he is gonna He's kill, got a kill shot. And Hackett immediately recognizes that it's Oliver, and Oliver's just like, "Surprise, bitch! I lived." And the two of them engage in uh, some long distance chicanery. Again, very video gamey. Very video gamey. It's a boss fight. This is this is it played Resident Evil 4 like I recently did. This is Leon <laughs> versus uh the the general guy Weston and Krauser or whatever. Oh, like this is just call. that fight. This is just that fight. Like <laughs> this also, depending on how they wanted to play this, they could absolutely make this in a, a uh, MGS three against the end boss fight boss fight. Ooh, they wanted yeah. to make hack and a sniper. And you oh, have to like yeah, find yeah, him mama. through the jungle by the glint of his sniper but a scope. Glint? Hell yes. But the moment that you see it, he fires on you. Like Warner Brothers, we're giving you We're this giving you game. free ideas. And, we're appar giving you this and apparently game. you're fucking listening, according yeah, to a recent hell? issue that I read. Yeah, so, what the hell? <laughs> I know you're listening, Chip. Come on the show. Let's talk Chip. about it. Chip! I have questions, Chip. Chip. <laughs> Chip, I know you're in my walls. Chip. You're literally the only comic book creator who I know for a fact would climb into someone's walls. I mean, 
for real. So let's talk about it, Chip. Let's Chip, talk. Chip, come on the show, damn it. Um, but we see that Ollie bests Hackett, but he leaves him. He leaves him to live. Hackett does not take kindly to this, and I love. He's got this. I don't even know because I'm not a gun guy, but he's got this specific style of pistol that once he runs out of the bullets, the chamber cocks back and he's able to break the arrow in his shoulder. That's just, that's just a handgun thing. Okay, cool. It's dope yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it's cool. What a cool, it's a cool moment. thing. And that's, listen, listeners, I don't like guns. I think that Andy Diggle and Jock have a very good like understanding of how guns work. Yes. They're very they're very good at doing that shit. Like that's all yeah. what the losers is. Absolutely, it's just like really cool gun shit. Yeah, um, and this this continues that. Like this this is cool as fuck. Hundred percent. That's so sick. It's dope as fuck. And so, uh, just like a video game, uh, Hackett whips out a grenade launcher somehow yep. and blows Ollie to high heaven. But unfortunately. Yep. It also results in the nearby tree falling off, and he falls off as well. Uh, he is crushed by this tree. That's the end of Hackett. And we see maybe the gruesomest arm break I've seen in a comic book in a very long time. It is upsetting to it's look at that. Gnarly. <laughs> it's really gross. <laughs> and again, speaking to Jock's gift as an artist, he can draw some heinous shit. Yeah. Some really truly gnarly shit, like a bone sticking out of your arm. Like And he fucking passes out. So chapter four, he wakes up. Uh he has grown a full beard. So the mm -hmm. Meg Ryan the Meg Ryan is still in effect, but he's Meg now Ryan's, he's got a beard. Yeah. So he's looking more Josh Holloway. Mm -hmm. Um but he was found by uh by uh Tyana. Tyana, mm -hmm. I wanna say. Um, also, I love that in retrospect, they turned his cargo shorts into just cargo pants because of the boots. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> we, we talked about in our, uh, our finale of, uh, of The Flash, the best retcons of comic book history. I think this deserves a place in that discussion. That's a pretty good retcon. Great retcon. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good retcon. It's seamless. Do you think Eobar did that too? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it was me, Barry. I, I put you, you into cargo shorts. I <laughs> You were unconscious wearing cargo shorts, and I changed out your pants into cargo <laughs> pants. But I sewed the pockets shut, Oliver. I sewed those pockets shut so you couldn't even use them. So many pockets and you can't. <laughs> and so Oliver, um, he wakes up and he's like being given tea and he's like, oh, this is great. What is this? And Tiana's like, opium. Yep. For the pain. <laughs> and Oliver goes, Oh, this better not awaken anything in me. <laughs> <laughs> and spoilers, it does. It does. And uh, Tiana sets his arm, puts it in a splint, and she's like, all right, I got to go. Keep that dressing clean. I got to keep pretending that I don't know you. And so uh, Oliver gets like a steady supply as he tries to recover from this broken arm and stay in hiding from the... Uh, 
from the drug factory workers. It's weird to call it a factory, and they even call it a factory in the story, even though there's no urban or industrial equipment around. Or I guess there is. But really only to build out the sick fucking chair that China White is sitting in. I, again, I have to mention the way that Jock draws China White, even if it's just in in profile or even in just Jesus. the masterful way that he draws this panel of just her eyes. It's menacing crazy. as fuck. It's crazy. She's sitting on that chair and I just want her to destroy me. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that is a, uh, what is that, a Miguel Mendoncha... Wonder Woman from speaking of Chip Zdarsky, <laughs> Justice League Last Ride. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about awakening things in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, speaking yeah. of which, oh, yeah. that next panel of China White immediately in that in the very next page. Woof. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Oof. Crazy, dog. Um, yeah. Whew. So we see that some fucking how. Uh, Hackett is still alive. Yep. Just with a broken arm. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy having a tree dropped on you and being like, nah, I can walk it off. Kind of crazy. It's like that quote from uh, from Age of Ultron. If you get killed, walk you it killed, off. Walk it off, yeah. <laughs> One of the best line reads in that entire fucking movie. It's a great line read. Along, it's also just not a Captain America line. <laughs> along with every line read of Aaron Taylor Johnson as Quicksilver. I, the star of that movie. Eric? Eric, I hate that movie. I think that movie's a really bad movie. Aaron Taylor Johnson is so good. He's so fucking good in that movie. He is so good. (laughs) That was the first movie I saw him and I was like, maybe he's actually got the juice. Like, maybe he's got He's criminally good in that movie. Criminally good. criminally good. They saw him in that and they're like, he's too good. We can't have him in other movies. Yeah, shine everybody else. We can't have use him, him as a human shield because he's too good. That's crazy. He's so good in that movie. Crazy good in that movie. He brings so much good energy. Also, <laughs> I have movie. looked for that fucking track jacket everywhere. The track jacket where it's just the black mm. jacket with the white arrows going down the arms or down mm-hmm. the sleeves. Yeah, I've looked for that track jacket for the better part of almost nine years, and. Yeah. <laughs> I have not, not fucking real. found it. It's not real. It doesn't exist. Um, but we see that. I love this moment where uh, China White's like, we need to find Oliver Queen. Who, there's no telling what he's getting up to and how he's going to be ruining our plans. And we cut over to Oliver, who is going <laughs> through a fucking <laughs> That's exactly the fucking music. As it's just like... <laughs> Trippy dippy, like he was just like, (laughs) and I just like, you know, the pull out of he's just like, (laughs) exactly. Um, He is is fucked right now. He's gone. There's no telling. He's so dangerous. There's no telling what he can do to ruin our plans. Cut to well, he's not doing much. Um, and we see that an indeterminate amount of time has passed because Tiana uh, comes to see him and she's like, okay, it's fucking, it's healing. Uh, we don't have to have the splint on it anymore. We'll just keep it wrapped up. And he's like, where's my fucking opium? <laughs> he's like, never mind the arm. I need a hit, baby. <laughs> I need a hit. And she's like, that's what we call 
substance dependency, and which means you are fucking cut off. He's like, shut and the he... fuck up, give it to me! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bitch, you don't know me, I can stop anytime I want! You don't know me, I can stop whatever! <laughs> I just uh, need one more! He's just lost one more it. and then I'm done! He's lost it, it's so funny. <laughs> and Tayana's like, yeah, no, you're done. And he's like, fuck, you're right. All right, I'm sorry. I'm done. Uh, it's 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 that moment that we're all, you know, that we all cried during the bear when Jeremy Allen White finally realizes he's been a shithead and he's like, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look at you making bear references. Look at me. Like, like I've been you. watching the show since it, yeah. You know look what? You. Big brain move. Jeremy Allen White is Green Arrow. As as Oliver Queen, I was just thinking, you know what? It. Like I just I could, just now, I fuck with that idea. I could be good with that, especially because you know how you know how how tall he is. I found this out. Five six. He's so my he height, is, bitch. He is he is shorter. He is okay. short. I was wondering that because and, I saw that trailer for the Iron Claw, and I was like, he looks which, like he's which, Efron height, and which Efron I mean, is like five five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which I mean, that trailer looks tremendous, and being a wrestling fan. Y'all yeah. get ready for a fucking sad movie. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that to finally uh, dethrone the wrestler y'all th- as the best wrestling movie. Yeah, y'all thought the wrestler was sad. Buckle yeah, no, the fuck this, up. This is gonna be way. The Von Eriks are the yeah. saddest story in pro wrestling. It is a tragic fucking Bar story. None. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he looks. He's gonna rip. <laughs> jacked as fuck. Yeah. And I'm going to that exclusively to see two hours of Zac Efron in that haircut. Um, Zach Efron looking like Andre the Giant is so funny to me. Zach Efron <laughs> looking like every Asian kid when we were like four or five. <laughs> With the bowl cut and the bangs that and are cut just half bangs. an inch too short. <laughs> the bangs were always just half an inch too short. Oh um, shit, you're right. <laughs> and so but yeah fucking jeremy allen white is green arrow i fuck with yeah i'd be good with that because he's super good with it because he does have that fuck capitalism vibe about him yeah and i'm really into it and he's got a little he's got a pretty bird tattoo on his forearm and i am ready for them to use that please use that fuck i'd be really about that that would work really well can you imagine him with journey smollett I would very much like to think about imagining the two of them together, actually. And and, and I don't know how tall she is, but I kind of fuck with the idea of Black Canary being taller than Green Arrow. I think she's a little taller than... Yeah. Give her the fishnets and give her some fucking high heels so that she's like a head taller than him. Yeah. God, I Am I inserting myself into the... I know they're not going to bring it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Sorry. Eric, you're you're growing growing a bit of a Van Dyke mustache right now. Hang hang on a second. Shut shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Let me live for this. Your hair is growing out and turning blonde. Let me live. Let me live for two seconds. (laughs) Yes, chef. I mean, uh, hold on. (laughs) You didn't say corner. You didn't say corner. (laughs) I, fuck. Like, if, because again, my my fan cast has always been Garrett Headland. I just think it was. It can still happen. Yes. But Jeremy Allen White can carry a franchise for the next five to 10 years. He can do it. But Garrett Hedlund. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Um, (laughs) So, uh, so we see that the villagers have begun to uh, question Tayana about him. uh, And she's like, don't worry. Like, I know who you are. They don't know who you are. Uh, We call you Alanu Laava. And she says that they, they, again, dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. (laughs) I don't know if I can stress how fucking cool this is. I mean. I don't. It's so fucking cool. Like I love when, and this is probably not even what it means. I don't know. I don't know if they did the research for it. There's no way it does. (laughs) There's no way, right? (laughs) But like the diegetic way of them being like, look, you brought down their plane with nothing more than a bamboo cane and a parrot feather. And the parrot is a green parrot. And so she says it means simply green arrow sick go home everybody we've done it that's it there you go that's good comic booking baby that's good storytelling it's good storytelling it's good comic booking it's just good fucking writing it's crazy that if memory serves they did not do this exact scene in the fucking show i have no (laughs) idea why they did it's it's kind of crazy that they didn't well (laughs) they had all the pieces lined up and ignore doing this it's why <laughs> because they're wild. just like they give they give him he gets the hood because the hood was owned by a previous guy yeah. i forget yeah. i forget yeah. his by name yao feng uh yao feng thank you yeah. um it's like oh now he's he then he becomes the hood then he becomes the arrow then he's uh-huh. the green arrow uh-huh. They, it's, I think it's because they wanted to avoid calling him the Green Arrow on the actual show for so long what a that they just time. couldn't do it. What a wild time. Of just being like, it it's call the Green Arrow until the fourth fucking season. <laughs> it's 2011. Superheroes still aren't going to catch on. Let's avoid calling him Green Arrow. Insane. Lame as fuck. And the same the year Captain killer. America, the first Avenger came out. Literally! <laughs> What a time in my life. That year. Awful yeah, year for a lot of it. But for yeah, man. geek media. A year made specifically for me. Oh yeah, man. And so we see these these hunch, these henches, these goons, these thugs, uh happen upon Goons. Tayana and they're like, We know you've been doing things with some person out here. Fucking show them. Uh Oliver goes on the offensive and takes out these fucking guys. However, his bow gets broken mm-hmm. and it makes him real sad. No. He escapes and he My happens friend. upon the Pacific queen. Mm. His boat, his boat. However, he starts to have withdrawal symptoms, which I think is a great, I mean, it's not great, but it's a great device in the narrative yeah. to be like, let's give him some, some dark night of the soul time. Again, video gamey. Video gamey. Very video you know? gamey. Have an entire level of him like doing the hallucination bit. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get some of his backstory, his difficult uh relationship with his dad, letting mm-hmm. down his siblings, like dealing with his thoughts and anxieties. Are you writing this down? Warner Brothers? I, I, Warner are Brothers you, again are you writing this down? For free. 
faux free. Faux free. Just give us just give us thanks. just give us voice roles. Give give us voice roles. Just give let, us roles. Let me voice China White. <laughs> Eric, stop trying to get me to date you. Damn. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Damn, we, babe. We, we, we date every single week, Malcolm. You right. We committed, baby. <laughs> We're committed Damn. at this point. Four seasons. <laughs> uh, so there's also a very important thematic and narrative reason that Oliver happens upon the boat because if you remember on the boat, he was practicing his trick shots with the bow that he had won at the auction. I love this. I, if I could buy a page from this book, it would be this page. It's incredible. So, and then I see it still lying on the deck where I dropped it a lifetime ago. It's been waiting for me. It's always been waiting. You think they took that line from uh, from Kirsten Dunst? I've always been in your doorway. <laughs> <laughs> can we see? Can we see a mock-up of just the a bow in that? <laughs> <laughs> I've always been in your doorway. I've always been in your doorway. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Oh, man. And so we see Oliver after getting a hoodie that is also suspiciously green. Um, Again, great comic booking. Yeah. He sets the Pacific Queen ablaze, thereby ending his previous life. Mm -hmm. There is no going back to who he was before the island. There is no Oliver Queen. There is only now the Green Arrow. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, chapter five, again, sick fucking cover. Sick cover. Uh, everyone is on the hunt for Oliver Queen, and they happen upon the boat, these two thugs, uh, or these three thugs, and he's like, all right, let's go check out this. Oh, fuck, he fucking rises out of the water. So sick. Fucking (laughs) rises out of the water, and if it's like, if anything moves, kill it. He fucking pops up. Yeah, good luck with that. Pops Two fucking arrows, two arrows immediately Boom. takes two of the guys out. I mean, this guy's rolling D19s like crazy. Straight up. Straight like, up. He's he is he is rolling crits immediately. He is rolling he's got a plus eight crits. to his dexterity. Oh he's yeah. Fucking crushing oh, it right yeah. now. Um and we see a guy pick up his fucking rifle. The cool the thing that I mean, every single story that has a bow and arrow should have should have the arrow going straight into the barrel of the gun and it explodes. Hell yeah, baby. Fucking great. Um, the third guy radios and it's like, that's great. He's here. And Oliver fucking arrow th- arrow through the gun that he's holding. He's lost his boots and he kicks him in the face, takes the loot from the three guys that he's, uh, that he's taken. This is this is very Last of Us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's picking up stuff. He's got a little bulletproof vest now that he puts on top of his hoodie. He is kitted out for the boss fight ahead. Oh for yeah. The ra- for the final level, the raid he is about to do on this compound. Oh yeah. And again, like, why has this not been made already? Seriously. Why is this game not a thing? Again, the, uh, if you just had made an Arrow video game where this is the backstory stuff, 
it's structured like the show, just peppered in with the current timeline stuff. Five you hours have, of the game. Well, yeah, you have five hours of the game. It's like, you know, six chapters that are just this. Just Peppered this. in with, you know, your ten chapters that are the main game. I'd even genuinely have this just be the first quarter of the game. I'd be sick. Like it gives you all the mechanics you need. You treat it like a you treat it like an Assassin's Creed three, where it's like you get go, six yeah. hours before they even do the title drop. The title card, yeah. Um, <laughs> you mean like every Assassin's Creed game? <laughs> not always. Some of them go right into that shit. No, you're right. Most of them are way longer now. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I play it for twelve hours and then I get the title card. You're not and I'm like, oh wrong. shit. <laughs> I haven't played Mirage yet, but I'm very excited to. Um, I hope that title drop comes in hour 13. Good luck. Uh, but we see Oliver doing the most as he drives this boat into the dock. There's a guy who's just like, oh, hey, Mike. And Oliver's just like, fuck, fuck, don't turn. Don't let him see hey. Like speaking of Assassin's Creed doing his uh, his social stealth. Um, yeah. until he gets the boat close enough and he starts his little trick arrows yeah. where he puts a little blunt tip on one of the arrows and bonk knocks this guy out. Knocks the guy out. That's so awesome. Incredible. He'd be he's like, like patent this. <laughs> he's like, knock out arrow. And it's, that's like a blip. A little like you've unlocked yeah. a knockout arrow. He doesn't ask a trophy. <laughs> yeah. You have the option to do that. You can either just kill the guy or you can knock him out. And it's a trophy if you knock him out. <laughs> and then the, the actual like description goes, try pulling that with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Whenever right we get there. the screen arrow game. And if it's they right have there. that, if they have that achievement again, pay us money or God. let me voice Oliver Queen. Yeah, please. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Do that. Whichever you want to do. Um, we see that uh, we see that Oliver has snuck into the compound. Uh, mm -hmm. Tiana is leading a revolt. Um, Hell yeah. Again, we love active protagonists. Hell yes. And Oliver fashions himself. He's like, oh, hey. Here's a flare. There's a gas tank. I wonder what I can do with this. And he fucking makes explosive arrows. So awesome. Blows up part of the compound and all hell breaks loose. As all of the slaves who were trapped there revolt, they riot. One of my favorite panels is just Oliver kicking this door down with an arrow already knocked. Yeah, that's a real jock panel, right? That's there. a real that's jock a real panel. jock shit. And the entire thing just raids. Like we, yeah. they're like, oh, we gotta close the doors so people so the boat can't get out or so the boat can get out. And so they're they're opening the doors and fucking Oliver's like no thanks and he shuts those doors right on the front of the boat to stop it from leaving because it's got so all the shipment sick. of opium. So Holy fuck. sick. And so it crushes the front of it and drowns yeah. all everything, which yep. is awesome. So like, that's hella cool. effective. It's super effective. And then <laughs> we get the boss fight. Yep. Ollie and Hackett round two. And I am so fucking here for this. Yeah. Like, we have been waiting 
because we know what's coming this entire time. Mm-hmm. And now we fucking get it. Uh, which brings us to chapter six. Again, dope as fuck cover. Ends up being the cover of the trade. Mm-hmm. And it's a great cover. And in this environment, Ollie does not have as much cover as he did in the previous environment. Again, dropping you into a different situation to make the battle more difficult. Yep. And so Oliver has to use the water. He dives in there. He has to use the crowds. He has to use, you know, other cover. He has to use uh, finding more equipment and loot and ammo as he sneaks around. And he uses another explosive arrow um, on on the boat. There's this one guy who's just like, oh, I'm on fire. Oliver, like, keeps the fire from going out. And he's like, hey, are you okay? Are you good? He's like, yeah, man, thanks for saving. And he just fucking knocks him knocks out. Knocks him out. Sick. Thocks him right on the nose. Gives him that Queen Henny, uh, the Queen Moneymaker. The Queen Henny. The Queen Henny. <laughs> what is that? that? That's now the name of if ever he punches someone in the face. It's called the Queen Henny. The Queen Henny. And so we see uh, Oliver's arm isn't quite completely healed. Uh, when Hackett kicks him over, he's like, fuck, my arm. And as Hackett's got the drop on him, we find out that Tiana's got the trap, got the drop on him. Mm -hmm. And the two of them have this conversation where Hackett's like, wouldn't you rather kill me? And Ollie's like, dude, for a while? Yeah. Yeah, I want to fucking kill you. But that was the old Oliver Queen. You're looking at the new guy now. I want you to go to jail. Yeah. I want there to be justice. He has a sense of justice now. Justice. Justice. However, uh, this doesn't work out for him because Hackett is killed by China White. Who holds a gun like that? <laughs> like, I mean, Baddies come only. on. Jesus. Baddies only. It's crazy. It's criminal. What are we talking about? I, I don't know. Uh, Green Arrow, I right? don't know. Um, She's insane. <laughs> and and Ollie goes like, I still have one arrow left, lady. Be ashamed not to use it. Shoot me if you like, but trust me. A split second after I let go of this arrow, it goes through your heart. And China White, with the fucking hardest line, just goes, I have no heart. Yeah. Goes hard as fuck. Why is she not the main antagonist of every Green Arrow story? I mean, she's pretty fun. <laughs> That's the thing. Dope is fun. She is pretty fun. <laughs> like you can take your you you can have your kingpin black cats, and that's a great look on her. She wears it well. Yeah. But China White, good lord. Yeah. Let her have a run, just running a city. Yeah. Uh, you know happens. you know what? She would be a fucking fantastic villain. In Kelly Thompson's Birds of Prey. Holy fuck, wouldn't she just? Holy shit. Let's add more Asian characters to that book, please. That would be fucking awesome. I am into that idea. Especially because, and I've been saying this for weeks on the podcast, it's basically just Expendables, but with the the Birds of Prey. Yeah. China White is an Expendables villain. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, she is. 100%. Yes. And that's why she hired Jason Statham, Lloyd Christmas, you're right. as you'll remember. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> Holy shit, it all comes back around. Good lord. 
And so Ollie does the sick thing where he, like, instead of shooting at China White, he shoots up into the sky and lets loose this gigantic fucking cargo uh, cargo container. And it so drops down on top of everybody. And we see buried in the water <laughs> a hand. Gotta show off the nails. Girl. <laughs> Girl. It's so good. And so okay, that's not water though, right? Boom. Isn't isn't that isn't that like heroin? <laughs> okay, it's, I guess it's it, all white. I guess it is white. She's descending into the you light. Like, this, this it's is her, incredible. She, this is her killing joke. This, yes. She comes out of she comes out of the she comes just out of the cocaine just like coke out of hell. her mind. <laughs> She's just high as hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> and so Oliver's like, all right, we did it. Everything's great. Y'all, y'all crush this. And Tiana says, hey, you came back for us. You turned the tide. I guess one man can make a difference. Enough said. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. You're right. You're right. Wow. All the all the ties to Spider-Man here are really Holy interesting. Holy fuck. It's strange. <laughs> it's it's kind of strange. It is. I mean, 2007. Strange. It's 2007. It's, it's Spider-Man 3 year. You know what? It's all right there. 2007. Malcolm, how's that pie? So good. <laughs> Throw it up for the real ones. Um, so we see that immediately. It's like, oh, shit. The baby's coming, which, yeah, I guess it would after all this fucking stress. Yeah, I'd also This might slavery. as well happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Tiana gives birth to a little baby girl and names her... Tupu Tamaitai. It means queen. And I love it. Love it. I love it. They are rescued, or Oliver is rescued by the US, the USS Okane. Um, because Oliver transmitted a distress call through the uh, through the Queen, the the Pacific Queen earlier when he was there. Um, China White and her people are arrested. Uh, China White just coked out of her mind. She um, is. She's gone right now. There's no. She's so faded. There are no like, handcuffs that can contain me. She's just. <laughs> However, uh, Tiana stays on the island with her people. This was her. This was their land before China White came to uh, fucking commandeer it. And. Uh, she says, you know, you take care, Oliver Queen. He says, you too, kid. Both of you. Here's to a new life. And the page turn reveal of him Hell in the yeah. big city. Hell yeah. That's how you fucking do it. It is strange that we condense the five years on the island down to one year. But yeah, it's negligible. One year, uh, five I, years. I think that the show was the ones who said five years specifically. That's I, fair. It was ever like a very clear timeline on it. You're probably right. So, but yeah, that that fucking wraps up Dare, 
or daredevil green Arrow <laughs> year one touche uh that wraps up green arrow year one malcolm uh final thoughts and your favorite part i love this book i think it's so good it's so it's so phenomenal. fun it's a great origin story. Like we, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, year ones are a thing that you don't get very often. Yeah, you know? that's true. And when you do, it's something special. This is something special, man. This is this is a great year one book. Um, favorite part? I mean, it's it, it's it's one of those. It's, it's one of those moments that Diggle does, you know, and Dig, Diggle and Jock do of, you know, awesome legendary line, cool moment. You know, it's the it's the best drink I ever had. Yeah. Or, you know, shit like that. Like they, they have like three or four moments like that in this book. And I think they all just crush. Yeah. So totally it's one agree. of those. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's it's a phenomenal story. Uh, favorite part is just, again, all of the good comic booking like andy diggle's writing is phenomenal again feeling like he's talking to you specifically as the reader um jock's art is tremendous i green arrow is not a character that i would immediately associate with jock but now after this i mean because gritty ground level yeah makes sense yeah makes all the sense in the world but i love the fact that you spend the entire time on the island the entire story is on the island it's phenomenal Mm -hmm. But yeah, that does it for this week. Um, before we get into next week's stuff, Malcolm, we've got some emails to read. So what time is it? Mail, mail time, mail, mail time, mail time, mail, mail time, mail, mail time, mail time. Incredible. If you would like to be part of the Geeksplained book club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put, fuck, what do we, what do we want to do here? Uh, quiver, quiver mailbag. Quiver mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Um, I do have to get out of here, so we are going to blitz through these. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. Um, We love you all. We love you all. I am, as we're recording this, about to head off to a conference, so uh, time is running short. But time runs out. No, don't don't invoke (laughs) that. Don't invoke that just yet. The incursions um, are coming. <laughs> our, first, our first email comes from Tristan Maldonado. Tristan. Uh, who writes, hello, Geeksplain crew. Hope you guys are having a great week this week. For this email, I want to talk about the awesome news from New York Comic Con last weekend that I'm excited for. Uh, he mentions Ghost Machine by Jeff Johns, Avengers yes. Twilight by Chip Zdarsky and Daniel Acuna, yes. uh, Hickman's Ultimate Universe, which we're very stoked on, yes, uh, The Return we will be of talking Elseworlds. About that at some point. <laughs> we will. Uh, the return of Elseworlds, um, yes! the end of the Krakoan era, the Superman Superstars Initiative, uh, Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron on on Action on... Comics. I think kind that's of very fun. interesting. Kind of fun. Uh, Jed McKay <laughs> kind of fun. and Pepe Larraz's Blood Hunt. A full. That's gonna be so silly. <laughs> it's gonna be silly as fuck. I can't wait. <laughs> um, and he read through the first volume of Green Arrow Rebirth, which we will be getting to next week. Uh, yes. Superman, Son of Kal El, uh, Volume Two and Volume oh, Three. Hell yeah! Good and shit. He says that's all I have this week. So have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys later. Tristan, always wonderful. Keep letting us know what is going on. Yes. Um, Adam Stringfellow, good brother Adam writes in the next one, uh, who writes in, what up, what up, Arrow family, hope y'all are doing well and having a, 
and been having a great couple weeks so far. Uh, he says, as you're reading this, I'm in the UK visiting Michael currently, and we're having an amazing time. Hi, Michael. We, hi, love, hi, we hi, love love. We love love you guys. Uh, he says, pictures to come soon on the Instagram at adamantium underscore 94. Go follow Adam. Go follow Adam. Oh, He's yeah. great. Uh, he says, also, Michael says, hi, and thanks for says thanks for always reading my emails hi michael we are hi, michael. happy that you two are happy yes um he says that he was happy that we're covering green arrow year one uh it we, he agrees with us that we can use it as a blueprint for almost any other superhero origin story that comes from that um yes. it's 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 fantastic um, That's great. he he asks uh who in comics do we think has the best origin story ever told? For him, uh, he says it's uh, it's Peter, Peter Parker, which I have a really hard time disagreeing with. Who do you think? Yeah, if I was going to make an argument, I would say, and I, I hate to invoke this creator, but I would I would say Batman Year One. Oh, it. I mean, uh, that is really good. I mean that's but that's what's nice kind about that is it's the, the origin story standard. of two two characters that's who are intertwined. Three, is, arguably. Three, you're right. I mean, yeah, it's a good point. That's 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 why I'm like, oh, that kind of it stacks the plate. It does. It, it really does. But yeah, I I think that that might be the one. Um. Yeah, Spider. I mean, Spider Man does have such a great origin. As long that's the thing, as I love we ignore so the spy much. stuff. And he is just what, like the what spy stuff. So the thing about Spider-Man that I find <laughs> fascinating and something that makes him it it's the whole idea of having greatness thrust upon you. Yes. And those are always my favorite stories. Yeah. So I I love that. It's hard to argue with Peter Parker. I do kind of yeah. love the silliness of like your daredevil. And I think it's you know, yeah. again, a greatness thrust upon you kind of story where an accident leads to him becoming this hero uh yeah. i'm a i mean i'm a sucker for the old you know desperate scientists doomed planet last hope I mean, timely couple superman superman <laughs> it's, like i i mean it's fuck it's tough that's the thing i love origins i love origins same so i'm a big origins guy so, so much i gotta be honest you know who has a great origin iron man yeah that is it for real. Iron Man's origin is honestly, that might be the answer. It is. Oh, that is tough. A, an absolute piece of shit warmonger who is, you know, shown exactly how dangerous his shit is and then yeah. vows to destroy every piece of that legacy. That is a that's good kind of amazing. Point. Like, oh, that's, that's kind of incredible. Point. And, and that is why that movie works so well, too. That yes. first Iron Man movie. Yes. God, that's a, that is a great pull. That's, that's such a great origin. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I mean, think, honestly, that's I think, Captain America's origin. Yeah, man. Oh, the guy who was tough. already the best fucking guy in the room. And then because he's the best guy in the room, he it. just needed a chance. He got a chance. Yep. And he becomes the greatest fucking hero of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good point 
we could list origins all day because some of these origins are incredible yeah um that's yeah hard. origin stories Shit. are great it's a great question great great question. question wow i'm gonna think about that like all day uh next email comes from ben delacruz first Ooh, time ben. writing in hello uh, he says, hello, book club boys. Just wanted to say hi for the first time. I discovered this podcast via the <clears throat> ultimate June vasion, vasion, episode on the maker, which I'm very, I'm very happy with. Hey. I, I've, I've gotten a lot of really good feedback on that episode that we did with Owen from Owen Likes Comics. Yeah. Um, gr- had a lot of fun with that. So I'm glad that a lot of people enjoy that episode. I have referred um, a lot of people to that episode when they ask me about uh, Ultimate stuff right now and Ultimate Invasion. <laughs> so go listen to that. <laughs> I'll tell you what you need to know. Um, uh, he's been working his way through the book club episodes. He's currently halfway through uh, Williamson's Flash run, and he's loving it. He's, nice. he's been putting in some work. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. Nicely done. Um, he says, as a suggestion for future seasons, how about Donny Cates' Venom run? Uh, could easily get through Absolute Carnage and King in Black as well. Um, cherry picking uh, tie-ins the way we did for War of Realms during Days of Thunder. Um, that's an interesting one. I, interesting. I, it's popular. It is popular, and it is maybe the best Venom run. Um, we'll put it on the list. We'll put it on the yeah. list. We we've got some plans for upcoming seasons, but that w- just that w- talking about this earlier. We were off mic. Off, off mic. Um, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, he asks uh, his question: um, What alternate reality version of one of your favorite characters do you really like? Um, so he gives the example of uh, he likes the Joker and he likes uh, the very overlooked. I had to look this up too. Uh, Elseworld Eye Joker, which is an a cyberpunk future story oh, yeah. with Batman, Joker, Gotham, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So what is an alternate reality version of a character that you really enjoy? Um, is it bad to say ultimate Captain America? <laughs> I don't think we can get into why that's problematic. So sure. No, um, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Alternate universe version of a character that I like. Um, you know what? I really like Future State Tim Drake. Great pull. Shout out to Megan Fitzmartin <laughs> for the podcast. Great. I pull. really like Future State Tim Drake a lot. Um, for me, I I mean, Kingdom Come Superman is yeah, that's fair. Incredible. Oh, you living this week. I'm living ooh, this week, bitch. Oh, you eating am, well now. I'm, I'm eating well. <laughs> oh boy. As as we were recording this, I haven't read the issue yet, but I'm fucking stoked. It's good shit. It's um, good our shit. next email comes from good brother Jacob Goodhart. Jacob. Uh who mentioned that he was surprised that we uh did year one and didn't dive straight into the rebirth run um but we wanted to do it we wanted we to do it. A surprise, I think it, it it makes sense thematically i think mm-hmm. um he wants to bring up new york comic-con um which again spider-man 2 coming out this week um he is very excited he is very yes. excited about the idea of the middle-aged peter parker becoming spider-man um he's very excited and I'm very excited for him. 
Um, I'm very excited for us because we're we're also talking about this off mic. We're very excited about this whole thing. This so, ultimate line is made specifically just for Eric and I. <laughs> yeah, 100%. They, they targeted us specifically. They were like, what is the <laughs> one way that we can get Eric to continue to buy X-Men books post the fall of Krakoa? <laughs> oh, let's make Armor the main character. Armor's the main character. It's Peach Momoko. <laughs> and it's Peach Momoko writing and illustrating. Incredible. Um, yeah. I, I fucking, I love this. Uh, very quickly, he asks, uh, question for this week. What was your first exposure to the webhead? His was the animated series, specifically the hobgoblin episodes, which is a great way to start that off. Yeah. Um, I fuck it. Might've mine was the animated series. series. Yeah. I I started it from the beginning. Yeah. I was a big I, cartoon watcher. Oh yeah, so. man, I I think it's pro yeah, it's probably the uh, the animated series. It's it's an yeah. iconic piece of Spider-Man lore. So, spider um, blood, spider blood, radioactive, radioactive spider, spider blood. blood. Yeah. Um, next email comes from uh, Kenneth from Norway. Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth writes, hello again from Norway. The Flash era is over and I'm sad to see it go, but so happy that I got to experience alongside you guys. I feel like they stuck the landing, even though it did feel a little weird ending the book club on one single issue taken from a huge ass crossover that I know very little about. Trust me, we gave you the best part of that crossover. Let me tell you something. Literally the only part of that crossover you <sighs> need to read. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about the rest of it at fucking yeah. all. Yeah, uh, Kenneth is very excited for us to cover Green Arrow Rebirth because he's a big uh, Benjamin Percy fan, and so are we. Hell yeah. Benjamin I've been rereading Percy Percy's, uh, or getting caught up on Percy's uh, X stuff. Put in and it is with Wolverine and X-Force. Outstanding. Maybe best Wolverine run. Maybe. It's arguable, yeah. I have a soft Maybe. spot for that Jason Aaron run, but... Me too, but holy this shit. This might be, I, we'd have to, we'll have to talk about it at some point. Yeah, that's so um, good. <laughs> so he has, he has a question that he hopes that we can help with. Um, earlier this year, his Mandalor he, he got a Mandalorian era Star Wars leg sleeve tattoo. Ooh, cool. um, he's got photos. They look fucking immaculate. Cool, um, And he says, I haven't decided yet if I want to sleeve based on the 80s X-Men or the current Krakoan era. Um, it says the 80s X-Men were the comics I read as a kid. They were translated into Norwegian as Prozjekt X, which sounds sick. fucking dope. That sounds awesome. Um, that sounds like a really sick X-Men book. Right? Uh, <laughs> and the stories X. were around five years old when they came to Norway. Uh, cool. But the Krakoan era brought him back into reading X-Men and brought him back into reading comics full stop. Um so he also might get like a weird mix of the two. So he asks, could we each suggest one iconic classic X-Men panel slash page slash cover and one modern panel slash page slash cover that I that he could add to the list as reference images? I've got a couple. Um, I think the the end of the Phoenix saga, the cover with Gene and Scott. Yeah, is iconic as hell. I yeah. love that. Um, yeah, 138. Gene rising out of the water as the Phoenix for the first time mm-hmm. for classic stuff. For modern shit. stuff, for me, genuinely, what you could do is the very first page of the Krakoan era with 
Xavier in his little Maker cosplay standing there with the egg saying to me, my X-Men at the top and from the bottom, it cascades into a bunch of different X-Men stuff. That's kind of sick. It would be cool. That's a really good idea. Do you have any, any ideas? Yeah, it's funny because I, so I don't actually have any tattoos, but I've been thinking about getting tattoos for a very long time. And uh, for the last five years or so, uh, my thought has been, I'm probably going to get some Krakoan text. Hell Um, yeah. I think it's an an excellent one that I would say to get is the one that I've been thinking, which is uh, the Magneto, You Have New Gods Now. Um, That's a great one. Which I think is just, I mean, sums up the run just so perfectly yeah. in that first fucking issue. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be really cool. Uh, if you want to get a nice blend of the two, and I mean, you have to, you know, figure out like art-wise how to do it. But I think you could look at like how Mark Brooks uh his like big like yes. two cover like splash page things have mm. always been incorporating the current era and the past stuff. that's a great so if you look at the most goal. recent one for rise of powers uh well, what is it fall, of, fall house of, of, x house of x and rise, rise of, of powers of x um if you look at that that's a blend of like modern stuff and then a bunch of stuff from throughout the ages yeah. so you know kind of take a look at that stuff as far as you know like getting a nice jam piece between the two to connect the past and That's the present. That's a great fucking um, But uh, if you're going for a past one, I mean, you can't go wrong with, oh shit, what is it? Is it 143? The uh, Welcome to the X-Men Kitty yeah. Pride. Hope you survive the experience. That's a great one. I mean, that you can't go wrong with that. Uh, giant size. Giant size. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, fucking, I mean, there's, there's tons of shit. You could, I mean. The days of uh, the past. Days of Future Past. Uh, fuck. I mean, it's a little later than 80s stuff, but, you know, like the Jim Lee number one cover, uh, you know, that's multiple pieces. Like, that's yeah. that's a gorgeous fucking... If you want to get a big old piece, that's a fucking gorgeous big old piece. True. Um, so true. There's, there's so much. That's yeah. the thing. But I would I would encourage you to get something Krakoan, man. Yeah, um, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think it'd be sick, especially since, you know, there's Krakoan text, like actual, like, you know, an actual like written text of yeah. it, you know, that you can, you can get like the you words and shit and yeah. yeah, you could translate. I think that'd be really cool. That is a great fucking poll. Um, our final email this week comes from mullet overlord. The mullet. 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 Uh, mullet. Uh, who writes, Dear Emerald and Forsberg. You can't see it, Mullet Overlord, but we did the M'lady. M'lady. <laughs> so, so bow. You know. M'lady. Uh, um, who writes, Dear Emerald Enforcers, Ah, oh, yeah, finally back to a likable protagonist. Here we go. <laughs> Right. All due respect to Milk Toast Allen, but I am so excited to return to a hero with some actual charisma and the proper respect for police. None. Yeah, hell yeah, baby. I've uh, been a huge yeah. fan of Green Arrow through JLU and Smallville. Um, he really liked the prelude with great art um, and is very excited about uh about a lot of current books going on i wrote eric after listening to so many of your comics countdowns in recent episodes i've finally bitten the bullet and started to pull single issues hey that, that warms my fucking heart um, welcome in that all warms right my fucking heart uh lists some of the books uh that you're starting with uh action comics 
Flash, Speed Force, Jay Garrick, the Speedy Trifecta. Um, uh, yeah. Also the JSA Trifecta of Jay, Jay Garrick, Alan Scott, Wesley Dodds, Green Arrow, and Immortal Thor, Power Girl, Wonder Woman, and Fire and Ice, Birds of Prey, and Transformers. That is a stacked, stacked fucking pull list. And you Hell are yeah. uh, in for some great fucking stories, my friend. Um, really very excited shit. for the Kenan story coming up in action, as am I. Mm-hmm incredible stuff um but Mm -hmm. asks what do you guys think about how all these experiences with opium in year one color his and roy's arc in hard traveling heroes i fucking love that great question i love how it colors and i and i didn't want to bring it up because i had i had read this ahead of time and i knew that this was coming up um it changes everything yes about that story yes it does In retrospect makes it tragic as fuck more so my, than it already was. My favorite thing about Oliver Queen is that he is constantly fighting being a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this just means that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it really does retextualize, recontextualize everything about that story, which I absolutely oh, yeah. love. Oh, um, yeah. After, after reading this, go back and read that Hard Traveling Hero story because it is dark. Gutting. Yeah. But thank you again to everyone who wrote in. I'm sorry we didn't have time to read everybody's emails. But again, duty calls. Um, yeah. I'm about to get on the road for four hours. So we had, yeah. to, had to wrap it up. Keep writing in. Keep writing in. We love reading these emails. Um, hopefully next week it'll be all three of us together. Um, we're still waiting to hear back from Jacob if he got back from his yachts adventure. Yeah. Okay, it's I been hope a little he while. Made it. Yeah, it's, it's been a little while. Uh, he went with a good British friend of ours, uh, but we'd never really met him before. We don't really hang out with him, but yeah. Jacob seemed to trust him. So yeah. So hey, you know, hope it all worked out. Got to go with our boy. Uh, But that's going to do it for this week. Again, if you want to be part of the Geeksplained Book Club mailbag, keep writing in. Send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put... What was it? Quiver quiver quiver, mailbag? Quiver mailbag. Load the quiver. Uh, Load the quiver. Yeah. But loading the quiver. Loading the quiver. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll test it. Put quiver in there somewhere. Put quivering with anticipation. Oh, Uh, just, just have quiver somewhere in the subject. Get creative. Have quiver somewhere in the subject header, and we'll read it here yeah. on the Friday show. Yeah, quiver it up. But that does it for this week. Next week, we are beginning the Rebirth run proper with Green Arrow Volume 1, entitled yeah. The Death and Life of Oliver Queen. It's going to be the one-shot Green Arrow Rebirth number one, as well as issues one through five of the Rebirth run. And the synopsis goes like this. By day, he's Oliver Queen, playboy socialite, CEO of Queen Industries, and philanthropic do-gooder. But at night, he patrols the streets of Seattle, where he champions the oppressed as a true social justice warrior. He is Green Arrow. But how can you fight the man when you are the man? That's the question left with Oliver after an electric love-at-first-sight encounter with Black Canary, the superhero rock star who challenges everything he thought he knew about protecting the innocent. As if that weren't enough, a sinister organization with ties to his nearest and dearest prepares to tear down Oliver's financial empire, destroy his family's legacy, and end his life. 
Without fortune or friends, can Green Arrow defeat this unholy alliance of traitors, or has death finally caught up with Oliver Queen? Can't wait. Dope as fuck. Can't wait. It's going to be incredible. Um, Once again, uh, issues one through five of the Green Arrow Rebirth run, as well as Green Arrow Rebirth number one. And if you haven't already, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at GeekSplainedPod. That's at GeekSplainedPod. We're on Twitter. We unveiled our newest art from Elliot Comic Art. Go follow him as well at Elliot Comic Art. Uh, Did up our latest. Doing the most. Uh, doing up our latest uh, comic book corner box where we are all members of the Arrow family. Mm-hmm. That goddamn hat. Look at my trucker hat. I hat. fucking love that trucker hat. And he captured it exactly how I needed it to. Trucker hat, Bret Hart sunglasses. What more could I ask for? Goddamn hat. But yeah, we will see you right back here next week. Uh, same Emerald time, same Emerald place. Uh, but everybody stay safe. Be there or be square, not a circle. You know what's specifically not circles? Arrows. You know what is a circle, baby. though? The shaft on an arrow. Because <laughs> if it's not, it here. won't work. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, that is going to do it. Thank you so much for listening to us. We'll see you right back here next week. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. And I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And for Jacob Brown, everybody stay safe. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Yeah, it's a bad world out there, everybody. Shoot straight. Keep safe. We love you all. Stay great. (laughs) Which one is the play button? Do I, do I, do I have to say the words? Where, where's the telephone? Back where the others lie Feels like it always tracks me